Hello, this is Kenny Johns, your host of the World of Wonders on Anchor. Now, this channel specifically is going to be towards finding out the truth behind all of the mysteries surrounding the world. Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, <clears throat> the Chupacabra, any and all mysterious creatures you can think of that people have encountered in the past, we are going to be diving in and taking a look at all of them. And we will also be having specifically Bigfoot hunts during the spring and fall months. Stay tuned this weekend as we will be posting one of our Bigfoot hunts at Chimic Forest this weekend. Stay tuned for more on the wonders of the world on Anchor. Now I want to talk a little bit more about our channel. Basically, like I said, our channel is where we dive into some mysterious creatures. And one particularly where we live uh, has captured the minds of every citizen in our country is Bigfoot. It's been the most reported animal in the past, I'd say, 50 years back or more. <clears throat> People from all around the globe have seen sightings in and around America, particularly in the 1970s. The 1970s was basically called the Bigfoot boom, which basically mean, means that there is a big increase in sightings around the American countries around that time frame, <clears throat> at least in North America. In, in particular spots that were got famous for uh, these sightings, one of the biggest areas that had the biggest boom around this time period was Falk, Arkansas. They saw an increase in sightings that dated back from the 1950s, even before people even knew about the thing. And in the 1970s, it gained popularity and it became the Falk Monster. That's what newspapers and letters all around the country stated that the creature was called at the time. It was big, seven to eight foot tall, hairy creature, about uh, maybe uh, around 800 to 1,000 pounds, some people would, would report. Big and muscular, could throw rocks the size of boulders with ease. People around Falcon, uh, kind of a feared the creature around the time period. Um, they didn't know what to think about it. Um, the first particular sighting that was reported was uh, Fred Crabtree. Fred Crabtree was a local hunter and farmer around the area. Uh, <clears throat> and he went out hunting one day for squirrels and he said he saw this thing standing in uh, the river, just kind of washing its feet or whatever, 
he didn't know what to think of it. He said the thing was uh, 78 foot tall, covered in reddish brown hair, and uh, stood up bright like a human. And he didn't tell anybody about it for years. And him or uh, James, his uncle, James Crabtree, had a sighting similar to his, not too far from that same spot. Only he was uh, <clears throat> in the woods and not by a creek or river or anything. And uh, he said that he saw the thing just step out right in front of him. He said it was something he had never came across before. And uh, after a while of them, the two of them staring at each other, the thing walked away and he never saw it again. They figured nobody would believe him. And uh, there's a couple other cases down in Falkark and saw about the creature prowling through in the night. Uh, and uh, there's even a documentary. I recommend you guys go check it out. It's called uh, The Legend of Boggy Creek. Basically based off of all the encounters around the Falk area and around the Boggy Creek area down there in Arkansas. And Arkansas is still there today with the same population, about 500 to 1,000 people there living in the township itself. Very small town, just a little speck on the map, basically. Um, but I recommend you go check it out. It's a pretty good film. I think it's one of the better Bigfoot documentaries ever put out there. However, I have read a few books that have kind of denied this claim, which kind of interesting because they said that the producers and everybody did not uh, really go by the laws. And they trespassed on people's grounds, even though it specifically said, you know, no trespassing on the ground. So a lot of the um, locals around there were kind of upset at the fact that they did that, <clears throat> especially... Uh, Smoky Crabtree, who was the one who brought those people down there to do a film on it. But things happened, and the guy who was the director of the film, Chuck Pierce, uh, he said that the town would get a certain amount of the salary after he got done publishing it, and that. Uh, but they never saw any of it they it's like uh, Chuck Pierce just kind of completely forgot about them and what they did for him and allowed him to do even though it was against all the laws at the time so that's one of the areas that has been made well famous by the creature California's another hot spot for them you've heard of uh the Patterson Gimlin film. Everybody who's interested in Bigfoot has. Um, it's about it's a film took taken with a thirty millimeter camera back in nineteen sixties. And uh, the film shows uh, what appears to be a female Bigfoot walking across the lake. Now mind you People have said that it's a fake, and there's been one time where uh, 
<clears throat> the guy who was filming it said that it was a hoax and he had somebody in a costume do it for a film. But, on the same hand, though, they probably did that to just protect us. I think it's one of the more compelling videos ever shot of Bigfoot. The reason I say that is because when you slow it down and analyze it and straighten the film camera out and make sure that, you know, the camera's not shaking all over the place, the thing moves as if it's gliding across the ground. And that is one of the characteristics of Bigfoot. But, you know, that's my opinion. Everybody's entitled to it. Um, we'll be back after this word from our sponsors. We're back here on Wonders of the World on Anchor. And uh, this next segment, we're going to be talking about <clears throat> another unknown creature that has been spotted mainly in the U.S. In, um, and around uh, Loch, the Lake Loch Ness. And that is called Nessie the Loch Ness Monster. This particular creature was shot um, by a photographer back in the 1950s. Game the first photo of the creature and the most well-known. There have been particularly a bunch of sightings around the area since that happening. One person said that the thing... Uh, bubbled up right next to him in the river as he was uh, driving by well, Lake Loch Ness as he was driving by and uh, he said the thing was huge had a serpent like body um, well yeah a serpent like body and uh you know, it, it it looked like a giant sea serpent. It was best way he said. And uh, many reports of fishermen uh, capturing something on uh, their fisher uh, little gadget that fish finder. That's what it is, fish finder. Um, people have seen odd looking things on their fish finders, um, serpent-like bodies, or, you know, just odd happenings. And a deep-sea diver has even reported that uh, he uh, saw the thing up close. Um, I'm not sure if that uh, source is reliable or not, but, you know... <clears throat> it's just things I've heard from around that area. I, me personally, I don't live around Loch Ness. I live around Iowa in uh, the United States, live in Iowa. And you don't catch much mysterious things that happen out here. But every once in a while, you know, you run into something that's odd and is off. But, you know reason why I've started this channel is because I've seen some off things and I feel that uh, me talking about these things personally will kind of get others to come out and talk about it too. 
Um, that's why at the end of this episode, I'm going to be putting my account with something uh, crazy to to me, you know. If I said anything like this to anybody, well, if anybody said something like this to me, I would think they were nuts, too. But, you know, just stick for tack. But, um... <clears throat> That's that later on in the video, but back to Nessie Loch Ness. Uh, there have been reports all around the um, lake, particularly by the um, castle around the lake. That's where a lot of people have said they've seen the thing. Now, scientists have yet to discover anything unknown in that lake, but I would... Um, mention that a lot of the times these scientists and people who think that they know what's up about everything they really don't they just go out there for maybe a couple week days and stay and then they leave and a couple days is not long enough you know to even really get you know gauge if something's in the area or not, because, you know, you don't know that for sure. My personal opinion, if they stayed out there for weeks on end, maybe three or four weeks on end, maybe they would get a sign that something, you know, is a little off about an area. But that's my personal opinion. And like I've said before in the beginning of this episode, everybody has got their own opinion, so... You know, it's just a matter of, you know, finding out the truth about these things. Truth is, I believe there is something out there in Loch Ness. I haven't been over there personally, but from all the sightings and everything uh, that has occurred, it's almost uh, too, shall we say, uh, convincing to say otherwise. And, you know, <clears throat> other people might think I'm crazy for believing those people over there. And that's fine. You guys are entitled to your opinion, just like I'm entitled to mine. All I'm saying is, if you really look at the evidence that's piled up behind Loch Ness Monster, you'd be surprised, you know. There's not much to go by, but there is enough to, you know, get you to wonder, you know, what what's out there, you know? You can't just uh, say that something isn't out there and rule it out as a possibility of even existing. Heck, we, we are discovering new species of animal every day at a consistent rate. I mean, th we discover, like, three animals a day to every one that moves on and it goes extinct you know <clears throat> and we have not discovered every single part of the ocean yet we still have yet to discover at least over 70% of the oceans that are around the world and we also have yet to discover just about that same amount in our forest regions so anything could be out there. And 50% of our deserts, yeah, they're wide open. 
but they are also undiscovered. There have been caves that have been consistently popping up. All I'm saying is give it a chance. You guys out there that don't believe in this stuff, give it a chance. If you really look and dive deep into things like I have over the past 20 years, 15 years that I've been studying this stuff, I've been studying since I was five years old. So, you know, if you guys consistently study upon this, you will find out that there might be a little bit more to the mystery that meets the eye. And that's why I'm doing this. I'm not trying to get you to think that, because honestly, I don't care what anybody else's opinion is. I know myself what's out there. Nobody else has convinced me otherwise. I've seen things, and, you know, I've heard things. And all I can tell you is, for people we ruin it out, it's, for me, it's kind of impossible, you know, to even believe that people are ruling things out. But, Nessie Loch Ness Monster, my opinion, it's real. We just haven't discovered it fully yet. And that's my opinion of Nessie Loch Ness Monster. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to Wonders of the World. I'm your host, Kenny Johns. And my own encounter with the unknown was pretty creepy within itself. Me and my wife, we went out to the popular hangouts in Winfield, Iowa. It was down an old old uh, graveled back road um, that wounded through a few farms and into a little bit of a wooded area. <clears throat> this happened not too long ago as we were trying to get away to have some fun of our own trail hiking and stuff like that. When uh, we got back to the car, I could remember how silent it felt that day. I remember it still right now. I remember looking over at my wife and saying that, um, Hun, do do you hear that? And she said, I don't hear anything. And, uh, well, after um, that, I said, exactly. Because, you know, I couldn't hear anything either. We got into the car and we drove off. As we got to the T at the end of the driveway to go into the pond area, we could see a deer, doe, female run out in front of us and we immediately looked at it and I said, look on a deer. She gave the normal reaction of, oh, how cute, you know. And then thereafter that, <clears throat> we were driving. I remember looking down at the Odomber 
102.3 miles on the current tank that I was that I had just filled up two days ago. And when I looked up, that's when I saw it. The first thing I saw of the thing were the eyes. The most intimidating thing about the thing. As I looked into the eyes, I noticed that they glowed in the darkness, kind of like a predator's eyes. A yellowish-orangish color. And the thing had a black cortex that was rounded off. It almost looked like a cat when the cat is not curious of anything and is just trying to lay down and relax for the afternoon. As soon as we made eye contact, I looked down the base of the creature. The thing was covered in hair from head to toe, except for the abs. The abs stood out among everything. This thing was massive and very muscular for its size. I noticed that the hair color was gray, unlike the reports I've heard before of it being reddish brown. And that's why I noticed that this thing must be an elder. And as I looked back up at the thing, we, I started seeing it turn around. And as it turned around, it ran away into the meadow. And I did not see it again. After that, I stopped the car and I asked my wife, What the fuck was that? And she asked me what was what. And I asked her, you did not see that thing and she replied with no as she was trying to talk to me and I was zoning her out we got home and my wife said that I was talking like porky pig even though in my mind I was talking normal we went back to the same spot the next day and we noticed that it looked like a bedding area was down and we also noticed outlines of what appeared to be footprints of something. As we walked around, we noticed that the thing must have came from the other side of the road and crossed the road in front of us. I've been back to the area many times, but I have never gone back alone after that. And that is my encounter with the unknown. If you guys have any stories and encounters with the unknown, please send me an email at worldofwondersmail at gmail.com. I will be posting sighting reports every day that I get one. So make sure to bring in a few every day. Thank you for your time, and I will see you in the next broadcasting. Bye-bye.